Can I, can I put this cabbage down? Yeah, I mean, do it. What are you waiting for? I mean, it's been, it's been a few months. It's def. This cabbage is definitely rotting. Ooh. There could be a like peel it off. There could be like a fresh cabbage. Uh, a fresh cabbage. A fresh cabbage underneath. It probably just needs to be washed a little bit. I don't think that's <laughs> is that how you prepare vegetables. I mean, this cabbage is like. It's got a lot of mold on it, but yeah, if if we like spray it with like bleach oh or something, we can disinfect you the cabbage. Please don't eat cabbages covered in bleach. Maybe just vinegar. I think that's what sauerkraut is. Cabbages in bleach? Vinegar. Oh. <laughs> I mean, I would have believed it <laughs> either way. Please do not follow our sauerkraut recipe. I didn't. This is Noah's. I have nothing to do with this. <laughs> please don't follow Mike's sauerkraut recipe. Can you please get to the cabbage? I have it. I have it in my hands. My hands are very wet and gooey right now. Okay. <laughs> just peel this away. Are you just doing like an ASMR thing or do you actually have something to say? Wait, are you, is that it? Is that, that's it. Wait, what were you going to say? I said, can I put this cabbage down? God, I thought you meant like a hot take or something. Oh, no. I literally meant this cabbage that you're making me hold for the whole episode. It's been a few months <laughs> and <laughs> it's rotting and it's sticky and gooey and it smells really bad. We really need to like be more clear about what the word cabbage means. It smells awful in here. Oh, my God! <laughs> Cabbages, a podcast about Avatar The Last Airbender. A good show that you are watching, I hope, with us as we watch it. If you're not watching it, that's fine too. That's fine, yeah. On the subtitles of DVDs, My Pod Cabbages is a substitute for watching Avatar The Last Airbender. It's like a sort of a stevia, like a, what's that word? Mm-hmm. Sweetener. We're the Ariana Grande of podcasts. We are the aspartame Wait, of, of TV <laughs> shows. Avatar. My name is Summer. My name's Noah. And in case you're wondering, movies, not a thing. Never seen a movie. I don't watch movies. Speaking of movies that don't exist, here's a fun fact. Okay. Did you know that there were originally supposed to be four live action movies? Wait, 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 wait. Three live action movies. I mean, three is already too many. So what's four at that point? That's four too many. And there were only supposed to be three. <laughs> My other fact today uh, is that each of the books were supposed to be named after each of the seasons. There were there were su supposed to be four seasons. Interesting. I would imagine this one would be winter. Yeah. So it starts... It Actually, another thing is that this episode is canonically the first day of winter. Because that's how oh, yeah. solstice works. Oh, yeah. That's how the solstice works. <laughs> yeah. So the first season was going to be winter and then spring, summer, and fall. But I guess they just kind of scrapped that just in case they got canceled or something. I don't mm -hmm. know. <laughs> But boy, would it have been fun to be, to have been like, all right, we're on to summer now. Yeah. Yeah. That would have been a fun three seconds. I also want to say just an apology very quickly. Because <laughs> in the last episode, I said something about Princess Mononoke and how I was going to get back to it. And then I just never did. Oh. My bad. Yeah. And we cut that out. No, we didn't. We didn't? No, I intentionally left it in because I thought you it was funny. You left it in because you <laughs> thought it was funny. Okay. So um, I was just going to say, like, I was going to make some kind of a connection between the cursed panda and then the cursed boar in Princess Mononoke. Okay. How they were, like, destroying the forest and mm -hmm. it created a, a curse inside of the spirit of the forest. Yeah. Which is... Exactly what that movie is about. And then the panda dies and Aang gets some weird infection <laughs> on his arm from the from the panda spirit. And now Aang's trying to find a cure before he turns into a rock person. This episode opens with a full moon, which uh, I also want to just mention in the last 
episode, there was also a crescent moon that was shown, which is, oops. <laughs> I mean, that's how you show, wait. <laughs> <laughs> Oopsie doopsies. It's fine. A full moon is better for the visuals of this episode. But who knows how uh, stuff works. Moon could just be spinning around really quickly. I don't think that's... In this universe. Anyway, there are a lot of weird sort of we could time... Have a fast moon in yeah. this world. Aang is trying to leave with Appa in the middle of the night. And he's telling Appa that he feels guilty about dragging his friends into these uh, dangerous situations as he's literally dragging Appa into it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Poor it's Appa. true. Appa, maybe Appa just doesn't want to die. Yeah, <laughs> that could be it. Aang, again, shows that he's very bad at sneaking. Yeah. Like how he tries to do that sneak attack at Boomy while he's screaming That's true. as he leaps at him. He's just in the middle of the village with his enormous bison friend like, screaming. we gotta go. Come on, Appa. We're, we're going to the Fire Nation without Sokka and Katara. Come on. And Sokka, Sokka, hmm. mm. Sokka and Katara appear and tell him that they don't want him to go. And Katara makes like a weird kind of like almost flirtatious comment. What what does she say? Like the the world needs you. The world can't survive without you, and neither can I. It's weird. I, <laughs> yeah, it's felt a little unnecessary. You just met this boy, or maybe it was a little manipulative, and she's like <laughs> trying to play to his player attraction to her or something. I don't know. Aang has a little flashback of the comet, and he <laughs> okay. <laughs> he tells it's very loud flashback. He tells them that the mission to the temple is urgent, and he has to get going. So Sokka and Katara just decide that they'll go with him. And then uh, some other random old guy some sh- rando. shows up to give Aang some provisions and advice. And it's still the middle of the night. This old guy tells Aang that they'll need to leave now to make it to the temple by sundown. This this guy. <laughs> who the hell is this guy? He's not the mayor. When I was watching this episode, I went to make a note about him and I realized I had no idea who he was. Why didn't they just use the old man from the last episode? Yeah. <laughs> Maybe they had to like get a new voice actor and to be safe, they also just <laughs> made the dude an entirely new character. I don't Okay. I guess we can just assume this guy is also the mayor. Mm-hmm. He's the new mayor. The old mayor <laughs> retired. The old mayor after. can't come to the phone right now. <laughs> Why? Uh, there's a new mayor. <laughs> Aang tries to thank him for something. We don't know because the new mayor cuts him off and says, go! Mm-hmm. After telling him like a paragraph of like, you got to go and we made some provisions for you. Good luck. You gotta- he just wants him to leave because mm-hmm. they're just like using up all of his resources. Yeah. <laughs> go, please get the fuck out of my town. There's a little star wipe and Zuko shows up <laughs> to the village in the middle of the night and bullies this new mayor a bit. Trying- if you if you look in the background, you see Iroh on his little rhinoceros and he's still, he's still naked. He's still naked. <laughs> That's what I was gonna say. Yeah. He's still fucking na- Iroh is still butt naked. <laughs> on this why didn't he put on any he's not even chained up anymore on the first day of winter he's just doing it for fun now he's just having a good nude time yeah i guess you don't need to have clothes to stay warm you're a firebender you could just kind of yourself up it doesn't seem like any of the characters in this show are ever concerned about warmth except for Sokka and Gatara. they they're the only people who actually dress for the weather and they're from like the coldest place on earth We see like a sort of time lapse of the sun. So we know that the gang has been flying for a pretty long time now. Looks like it's about midday or so. And Aang is being very rude to Appa. Like, you got to get going, buddy. Look, Mm -hmm. the sun's getting getting up there. We got to get going. Mm -hmm. We got places to be, Appa. Appa looks already just exhausted. Poor dude. Uh, Meanwhile, it looks like the new mayor was a bit of a pushover because Zuko is hot on their trail following along below on his little boat. He, he's looking in them, at them with his little binoculars. Does he have binoculars? A one... Okay. A one <laughs> thing. Because I was going to say... Binocular. I a unocular. That. If he did have binoculars, I was going to say he's got binoculars and like a telescope. Okay. <laughs> like switching between the two. He, he steps away from his telescope to look at it through his binoculars. Now I can see them 
in 3D. <laughs> Iroh gives Zuko some shit for following them into Fire Nation waters, saying, like, you... <laughs> idiot like you fool <laughs> you're banned like you the the fire lord banished you from the fire nation now you're just sailing right back in zuko tries to say oh but i'm i'm trying to get the avatar i'm sure he'll understand iroh's like i don't think my brother is the understanding type you're giving him a little too much credit this comment just deflects off of zuko he doesn't even remember that iroh says it katara and sokka notice that zuko's onto them uh zuko calls out the cannons <laughs> I, don't, I think they're like like dunk cannons of some kind. They're it's very unclear. They, they don't. the fireball things that they're catapulting towards them smell very bad for some reason that is never explained <laughs> for like, the rest of the series. Bring out the smelly cannons. <laughs> you know the smelly ones. Bring out the smelliest guns. My closest theory is that they just come from like the bathroom we can't let this waste go to waste it's flammable and we're firebenders we gotta burn everything we can so they start flinging these giant shit balls at them <laughs> and then katara is like we have to get out of here before zuko shoots another hot sticker at us which is she seems to know what it's called like she yeah. has a name for it a hot sticker i don't know maybe this is just a thing like, I, i've never been in war so i don't just, know a common Fire Nation technique. They just throw poop at you, I, I guess. guess. <laughs> and then they run into dun, 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 a blockade. Iroh tells Zuko that he does still have time to turn around because they're still technically in like the Earth Kingdom waters. Um, Zuko, again, deflected, just completely ignores this and is like, nope, we're going, we're going. Aang considers going north to avoid this mess, but there's like not really any time. So they just choose to run the blockade also. Over on one of the blockade ships, Zhao is like floating 10 inches off the ground because he's so horny for ruining people's days. <laughs> he tells the captain to shoot the bison down. Yeah. The men are like, but there's a Fire Nation ship. And then Zhao's like, get them too, please. <laughs> Can you aim it so that it will fall on his ship? <laughs> they launch their fireballs and Appa is like swerving through these things like a needle through thread. Wait, other way. Let's we'll swap that around. He's really sustaining some damage up here too. Like his his fur is on fire. Momo's like running out like R two to repair him. Oh yeah, <laughs> like putting on these little flaming patches of yeah. fur. Momo and Appa do have a very X wing and R two D two relationship. Appa is really having a bad one today. He's marathon flying and on fire from poop. He didn't want to he didn't want to get into this in the first place. Yeah. Because he knew. Zuko's ship does get hit. One of Zuko's men says that their engine is damaged and that they need to stop and make repairs. And then Zuko's like, "Do not stop this ship." I'm like, "Zuko, Zuko, do you know what an engine is?" <laughs> like, for like, do you know what it does for a ship? Also, when Zuko says this to his dude, he like turns around and faces entirely the opposite direction from the guy's ears. And he, he pulls out this stance that's like the picture of that guy in the jeans. Picture of the guy in the jeans? Yeah, that jean guy. Jean His jeans guy. are up to his like armpits. Oh, like the shirtless Kylo Ren, but with a shirt <laughs> on. The jean Sh guy. Shirted, shirted Kylo Ren. Shirted Kylo Ren <laughs> with jeans. Zhao's team fires some more fireballs. Abba seems to like take a pretty direct hit. They're sort of spiraling a little bit. Sokka falls off of Appa. So they dive down to catch him. Appa touches down onto the ocean a little bit. A fish jumps out of the water and Momo <laughs> catches it like a boss. <laughs> they oh we we can censor that. <laughs> they do catch Sokka though. They're able to pull him back on before mm -hmm. disaster. But yeah, now they're really low to the water and Zhao sees an opportunity. He throws another fireball at them. There's like almost a direct hit. Aang jumps out and performs the sickest, like most ultimate vape trick. He like hits this fireball smack in the middle, puts the fire out, smashes like a rock donut. They fly right through the middle of it. Here, I'm thinking that Aang is very powerful. 
compared to Saka and Katara. And maybe he could have just kind of gone on his own. Oh, he could have for sure. Yeah. He, he, I mean, he does not need them. They're just moral support. Yeah, yeah of They're course. They're just get knocked off the bison. I mean, Aang and, literally <laughs> says, this is exactly why I didn't want to bring you. He's like the equivalent of a group of middle school Christmas carol singers and Ariana Grande's in there for some reason. <laughs> we have to stop talking about Ariana Grande. Actually, okay. you know what? No, it's fine. <laughs> okay. Can we talk about how weird it is that people just sing at people's doors for um, Christmas carols? That's carol, babe. And we should do it for Halloween. <gasps> yes. Like, yes. 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 You're yes. Expecting yes. Trick yes. Or treat- you're <laughs> expecting trick-or-treaters and they just... So they're going like, spooky, scary, scary. <laughs> please, 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 yeah. please. They make it through the blockade into the Fire Nation. Zuko is approaching and they Zhao had his engines cut. So they're just kind of sitting there. And Zuko's ship just kind of floats through. And I'm thinking maybe it's because his engine is dead. Yeah. <laughs> but they have a little stare down as they sail through. At this point, my notes, for some reason, I kept replacing all my S's with Z's. I don't know. My, my muscle memory started just, I don't know. I'm just developing my uh, troll typing quirk, I guess. Every word with an S in it is at least like 300% cooler now. Zaka. Ira looks a little apprehensive about the fact that Zhao just kind of let them through. The gang gets to the volcano island with the temple. Appa is a pooped. He's exhausted, as he should be. Also from the poop balls that were thrown at him. He was literally pooped. The temple is suspiciously unguarded for some reason. So, like, they just kind of go straight in. And as soon as they go in, they're apprehended by some pointy dudes. It looks, like, rehearsed. Yeah. They're, like, standing in, like, a doorway <laughs> This is the moment we've been waiting for. And they say, we are the fire guardians, guardians of the fire. <laughs> <laughs> and the avatar yeah. quivers before them. They don't even say like, whoa, who are you? They just say it like they interrupt them. We are the fire sages, guardians of the temple of the avatar. Aang takes them all on like effectively. Just Why? They're supposed to be guardians of the temple of they, the avatar. They rehearsed their intro bit mm-hmm. so well that they forgot <laughs> to learn how to fight. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they do like make it clear that they don't want Aang in here for some reason. Yeah. Even though he's an avatar and this is an avatar temple. It seems that they've gone, uh, rogue is not the right word, corrupt? We we like the avatar temple, but not like the the avatar himself. We're more like architecture nerds. Okay. Don't get me started on the northern avatar fire temples. Did you read about them on that post about them on a McTemple hell? What? <laughs> okay. But Aang, hang, oh, but Aang is able to sort of knock them all over with a couple, just a couple quick little air blasts, and they all kind of run off. Uh, we get like a little Scooby Doo chase, running mm-hmm. in and out of hallways, going back and forth. Um, one of the fire sages, Shayu, he finds and approaches them and like bows down on the floor and explains that he's actually a friend. He wants to like help them talk to Roku, which is nice. They seem pretty suspicious of him, though, as they should. Mm-hmm. Um, but they're being approached by the other sort of bad sages. And they're like, all right, I guess we just got to go with this. We don't really have another option. Shayu opens up a secret passage and they just follow him in. And underground, we see Shayu's shrine to the Avatar. He's just like a big fan. Just wanted to get some feedback on his artwork. <laughs> no, he, no. <laughs> Those are lies. Okay. Thanks for coming to my lie cast. Iroh tells Zuko that Zhao is going to follow them. And so Zuko devises a little plan to throw him off with some smoke. He's hiding under the fattest clouds. He got the idea when he saw Aang do that really cool fave trick earlier. Mm-hmm. Shayu's telling Aang a bit about Roku, who apparently created this little passage and like yeah. this underground... Uh, like man cave yeah. out of magma. Really looks like Minecraft up in here. Shayu's grandfather apparently knew Roku and Shayu's telling Aang about the glowing statue. He's just kind of giving him some like information about this whole situation. And he says originally there were sages protecting the temple, trying to help the Avatar. And at some point, well, the, the Avatar went missing and the sages were kind of hanging out, waiting around for him to come back. And he just never did. So Ozai shows up and 
does his imperialism thing. And so then at that point, all of the sages were kind of forced to obey and kind of follow Ozai, the Fire Lord, instead of staying true to what their job was actually supposed to be. Aang feels really guilty that (laughs) they've been waiting for him or they had been waiting for him that long. And then Sokka's like, well, you're only 100 years late. Thanks, Sokka. He tells it like it is. But Shayu was always loyal to the Avatar, and he knew that he was going to have to betray the other sages to help Aang or whoever the Avatar was when they showed up. The sanctuary doors are sealed shut when they get there, and Shayu tells them that there's really only one way to open the doors, which is a lot of fire. <laughs> Just <laughs> hella fire. Why am I saying that like that? <laughs> He says that only a fully realized avatar can open the doors or five fire sages at once with fire blasts. And like the way it's phrased kind of also implies that no one is apparently good enough at firebending to just do it themselves. It's kind of a big door, but it's like all of these little fire blast things are like pretty close together. I mean, if you could make enough fire, you could just do it. But apparently this makes me think like maybe you do need a lot of energy to do this kind of bending. And it's just kind of like a logical, like one person can't lift a thousand pounds. You know what I mean? Okay. But that's why he says like only the avatar can do it, which makes me wonder maybe the avatar has sort of like an unlimited energy kind of situation. Okay, like a bottomless mana. Yeah, okay, yeah, sure. Or chakra, if you watch Naruto. uh, I think it's sort of like the avatar is able to draw on the energy of all of the avatars that that person has ever been. But Aang can't do that. Sokka seems to have a plan. Sokka, like every true libertarian, knows how to make a bomb, just in case. Spoilers. Zuko, somewhere else, Zuko sends Iroh off with uh, the smoky ship to throw Zhao off. Uh, Zuko takes out what essentially looks like an, like a little industrial rowboat, I guess. It doesn't really make smoke it's or like something. The little, it's like the little Ponyo boat yeah. he takes out there. <laughs> it's got a big candle. <laughs> yeah, it's powered by a little candle thing. Sokka's making little bombs out of animal skin and lamp oil, and everyone seems pretty confident about his plan now because he can just kind of set them up where they would have been firebending and blow them up. And that would be like the fire blasts. Surely this should work. Um, it doesn't work. <laughs> it's very powerful. Like it, it's a huge, it's a I was very big explosion. Yeah. Watching this for the second time, I was like, that is a lot of fire, mm-hmm. like a lot of fire. And then Sokka even says that was like more fire than I've ever seen anyone firebender really create. I don't understand why that didn't mm-hmm. work. And then I was kind of thinking, like, maybe there's something else to yeah. this? I don't know. Maybe it is, like, more of a spiritual kind of yeah. situation Like, or it has to be people bending. Yeah. After it's all, like, all settled down and stuff, the fire sage very obviously says, it didn't work. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> As if he, like, popped his head right in front of the camera just to tell everyone. Aang is very angry. He starts kind of throwing air at the door, which sounds... <laughs> That sounds very ineffective, just saying it like that. Air is a type of fire, right? Katara tells him to, like, just chill out. And then Ng apologizes for kind of dragging them into all of this after they apparently got nowhere with it. Because, like, the also the sun, the sunset is about to happen. And he has to be inside at the sunset, otherwise this mm-hmm. isn't going to work. Remember so- the last episode where a little beam of light had to go on Roku's face to wake him up very gently. Katara realizes although the plan didn't work, it looks like it did. So the sages show up and they think that Aang made it in because there are scorch marks on the door. And they also got Momo to go in through one of the pipes and like cast some shadows Mm -hmm. underneath the door. So the sages are panicking thinking that Aang is inside and they really quickly like group up there's five of them and they open the doors and then there's momo inside of course and momo attacks one of the sages uh momo's like a smart little lemur yeah he seems to always know what's going on i feel like momo has some sort of like groundhog stay power (laughs) like their attempt is like always to get like just like an extra thing he's very situationally aware and he's like oh there's the fish i gotta catch it this time yeah i got the fish (laughs) but yeah i mean like he is gyatso so Mm. 
By the way, I was going to say this as like a fun fact or something, but I just want to mention, apparently when I was when I was looking up little fun facts, I found out that it was quote unquote originally supposed to like they were going to make like an actual point of making Momo Yatsu's reincarnation. Oh. So that was actually like So that was like plan. the actual intention. Yeah. Okay. I I'm assuming they just kind of scrapped that because it just would have fallen really yeah. weird at the end like kind Just of kind of like a weird narrative i'm glad that we were able to like pick yeah. up on that because it, it is like kind of like for sure the writers were definitely thinking about that whenever mm -hmm. they were writing momo's scenes yeah so that's that's good it's good to know that that was pretty much canon <laughs> but the doors are open so they tell ang to run inside because the sa the sages just opened the doors mm -hmm. for them conveniently because they're yeah. stupid yeah they so literally say we've been tricked <laughs> We're so stupid. Ah. <laughs> so they they're yelling like, "Ang, go, go!" But he's not. They he's not anywhere to be found. They don't see him. He's not running in. Where is he? Zuko's got him. Ooh. And then suddenly the sages. I guess they they have a little bit of an element of surprise, so they're able to get up on top of things. They they chain up Sokka and Katara. I don't know where Shayu is at this point. Maybe they're chaining him up. Also, probably momo gets away though he grabs a hat because he's like gotta get a hat this time did he actually do that yeah he grabs one of the hats. <laughs> I, I didn't see him do that yeah oh that's good ang escapes though he makes it through the doors just in time like a horizontal <laughs> jump eight foot horizontal leap <laughs> he does do an eight foot horizontal leap through the doors which are very spiky yeah. For some reason. Uh, that's Very just, dramatic. That's the way f the Fire Nation likes to design things. <laughs> they love the spikes. Very goth. But it closes like right behind him. There's like a huge sort of light situation. And inside the light coming through the little hole at the top uh, does reach the statue. And he's like standing there waiting for something to happen. And he's getting really kind of anxious because nothing is happening. The fire sages outside are trying to get back in and they're not having any luck. And they sort of deduce that Roku himself is like personally keeping them out, which is kind of downplays the situation inside where Aang is like, there's nothing spiritual happening here. Yeah, true. <laughs> the light reaches Roku's head and his eyes light up. And then Aang is just instantly transported to the spirit world where Roku is waiting for him. Outside, Zuko gets very angry that Shayu was helping. So yeah, they didn't chain him up. He just kind of stepped off to the side and he's getting a little lecture from Zuko about loyalty or whatever, honor, probably. <laughs> Shayu is just kind of trying to explain that it was his duty to help the Avatar. That was his main job. And then <laughs> Zhao shows up, like slow clapping. Mm -hmm. Based on what we already know of his personality, this is just like making his day even better. <laughs> he gets to do his stupid cliche villain clap. Mm -hmm. When I first thought, when I first heard this, I thought that the clap, <laughs> I thought that the claps were like his steps on the ground. Like he was like making <laughs> like little slappy steps on like just slowly walking in i would have loved it if they had given zhao heels that would have been like oh, so no. <laughs> within his personality just like walking they would in these very well like stilettos you know those if he had like one of those like sandals where it's kind of like a block in the front and the block in the back yeah like that but, one guy from princess mononoke yeah but like if he had like the front block just kind of removed <laughs> so it was like <laughs> so they're like they're like lifted up yeah i love that that's great. And then, but yeah. like, then they were like stiletto thin in the back. <laughs> <laughs> I think we're just inventing heels now. Yeah, these are just heels. So he explains that Zuko's smoke thing didn't really work. Uh, and he's like <laughs> really trying to suppress his elation on his face. And he says, two traitors and one day the Fire Lord will be pleased. <laughs> Which, <laughs> if you think about it, it's like, why would you be happy about traitors? So why would you be happy to to be finding out that people are betraying you yeah. other than like the the prospect of torturing them? Mm -hmm. He's like acting in a way specifically so people betray him. I love it when people betray me mm -hmm. then I can really have a good day. And then Zuko does something really weird. 
it's like kind of subtle, but it seems like he defends Aang a little bit. Like he says, "You're too late. The Avatar is inside, and the doors are sealed." Mm-hmm. Like I, <laughs> I guess he's like just he really hates Zhao a lot, yeah. and he's excited to kind of rub it in his face. But he's also betraying a little bit mm-hmm. the fact that he doesn't actually care about <laughs> yeah. capturing like, the Avatar. That much. Usually, I'm the one who fucks <laughs> up and you win. But now we're both fucking up. Yeah, it seems like he just all he wants to do is just make Zhao look like an idiot. And I don't know. I guess it's just mm-hmm. a little bit of a little bit of foreshadowing. Just yeah. a little bit of zuko's arc coming through zhao doesn't seem to care though because he says sooner or later uh the avatar has to come out inside roku tells ang that he's got some important stuff to talk about so he tells ang about the comet uh, apparently a hundred years ago fire lord sozin used the comet to begin the war so there's this comet that's just kind of this is how comets work they just kind of come through and then just regularly they'll come back and come back Apparently, this one comes back every hundred years. So Sozin and his firebending army harnessed like the power of the comet and used it to make their first strike against the world. Um, and then Aang is wondering if it made them stronger, and Roku tells him it made them stronger than he could even imagine, which is just terrifying. Scary. That's a scary thing to say. Spooky. Aang wants to know what that has to do with like present day. What 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 does that have to do with the, t- the situation right now? And he does explain that it's going to be coming back. It's going to be returning by the end of the summer. And Ozai is planning on using the power from the comet to finish the war like once and for all. And this is actually the, the first time that we see Ozai, even though it's just like his little silhouette. Mm-hmm. So that's a fun little yeah. intro. Roku tells Aang that even the Avatar won't be able to defeat him after it gets here. Like, there's just no way. So, like, the only way to prevent this sort of total destruction would be to master all of the elements, which <laughs> is supposed to take years of discipline and practice. And tell- he tells Aang yeah. that he has to do it by summer's yeah. end. Mastering the elements takes years of discipline and practice. but. You just, you you gotta just kind of like you. You just gotta do it real fast. Do it. You just gotta do it fast, just my dude. Do it. The firebenders are outside of the sanctuary, and they're like suited up and they're stanced up. They're ready for whatever. There's like some badass chanting going on. Yeah. <laughs> There's actually, uh, I found out that this is the chant in the background is a Buddhist chant. Oh, uh, it's the the words that they're saying. The like, I guess the sounds that they're making are "Namo Amito Fo Shindi." So this this is a little chant that we hear in this very small scene. We only hear it in four other episodes for the whole show. Oh, so this is like an indicator of like something, like, some shit is about to go down. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's really, really. I, I like the when I was watching this episode, just like that little chant in the background was like giving me goosebumps. Like, oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> I think just some sort of like Pavlovian response. Yeah. <laughs> like, um, that's what soundtracks are. Yeah, that's true. Of. Yeah, yeah. And like having watched this show many times, like this, hearing this little chanting, I'm like, oh boy, oh boy, <laughs> it's, mm-hmm. it's happening. Roku gives Aang. Wait, what do the words mean? Uh, I did look up what they meant, and I didn't find anything i think it's just there's just sounds i think that's how chanting works okay like do re mi fa sol <laughs> but yeah zhao is like kind of pumping up his dudes telling them like not to hold back or anything when the doors open you know kind of give it give it your all uh roku is giving ing a couple of the last words of encouragement like i know you can do this you've done it before ing looks very encouraged it's good to mm-hmm. see he looks like really confident for the first time yeah for a long while um but before he goes he wants to know if he has more questions or if he needs to contact roku he he wants to know how like how will he be able to talk to him and roku's just kind of like you'll find a way when it's convenient for the plot (laughs) you will find me i also wanted to say like and i like i know of course there's a lot of sort of predestination stuff going on with 
the whole like spiritual element of the show but like a lot of the way that roku and some of the other characters act and set things up is a lot like like i've already seen all of this before and i know exactly how it's going to happen it's almost like oh this is sort of what i was thinking so it's almost like they the world ended with the first comet and they went back in time to like start over <laughs> they intentionally made gave or they they intentionally told Aang too early what he was supposed to do so that he would run away and get lost in an iceberg, come back at the right time to, like, actually okay. do all of this stuff at the, at the correct time. You know what I mean? Like, we can do this again. We can do it correctly. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because the Avatar after that wouldn't be able to well, <laughs> or it, something. If he had, like, because if Aang had been around when the war started, he wouldn't have been able to master the elements that's true or he could have just been like he could have stopped for maybe no he, maybe. he didn't know anything so they gave him like a little extra time okay. you know what i mean it's it's kind of interesting to watch it that way thinking like they all it, all of this was set up just perfectly so that he could do this i mean like of course that's how it, of course it is mm-hmm. but it's just more fun i guess just thinking about it that way a little I don't know. I also have to just mention quickly that Roku's cat eye is on point. His eyes yeah. are on fire, literally. And then glowing. He tells Aang that he can help uh he can help him face the threat that's kind of awaiting him outside of the doors, but only if he's ready. And for the first time, Aang is like without hesitation, he just enters the Avatar state and his voice doubles up. Doubles up. <laughs> uh, uh. Mm-hmm. And he's like I'm, I'm ready. ready. <laughs> I thought you were going for a W. I'm a weddy. I'm weddy. <laughs> yeah, no, but this is the first time we really hear Aang like speaking in his Avatar state, and like it's a it's a little goosebumps mm-hmm. moment. So good. The doors open up to like this brilliant light. Like Zuko has to like turn away because it's so bright, and then Aang it's is like Kingdom Hearts just opened up. Okay, Aang is there, and his eyes are glowing, and all of the Firebenders. But you only see eyes glowing. That's true. This was actually something that was mentioned in the wiki, but I chose not to mention it just because I think it's meant to be sort of ambiguous. Like, is it Aang or is it Roku? Yeah. We're not really sure. It's a little bit of both. Okay. So, um, all of the firebenders sort of give it their best. They like torch the opening of the sanctuary, and suddenly it is actually Roku. Mm-hmm. Oops, it's just it's there. Roku, <laughs> and everyone just looks like uh, just dead shocked, like mm-hmm. absolutely blown away. Like, oh my god, <laughs> it's Roku. He's come out of his well to shame the Fire Nation. <laughs> And he absolutely destroys these noobs, like mm-hmm. 360 no-scope style. <laughs> oh, somehow just all of the chains just disintegrate that are like holding Sokka and Katara. And the, the Fire Sage is like, Avatar Roku is going to destroy the temple. How did he know that? He just knows. Does he just talk to Roku? He's Roku's friend. <laughs> His grandpa was friends with them. Okay. Maybe. Something mm-hmm. to do with I don't know. His grandpa was telling him stories like, <laughs> Like Roku, Roku's one desire was to destroy this temple. Roku's last wish was to have this temple destroyed, but he died before it could ever happen. He died the day he was planning on doing it. <laughs> so if he ever came back, that would be weird, huh? I bet he would destroy the temple. That would be the first thing he did. I also wanted to mention there was something else. I, I Again, I wasn't going to mention this, but it was brought up in the wiki and I thought it was funny. So apparently every single time that we see the, I think it's just like Sokka and Katara chained up, they're chained to a different pillar. <laughs> <laughs> and the pillars just kind of like move around randomly. It's just kind of silly. It's a fun thing. Maybe they just get uncomfortable at one pillar and they just... <laughs> they, un- they undo their chains, they go to a different <laughs> one. Katara doesn't want to leave without Aang though. So they stick around and Roku's still there and he's pulling lava up from the ground he's lava bending yeah so this is not fire bending that he's doing so earlier in the episode shayu just kind of casually mentions like oh he created this sort of area this man cave out Mm of magma like he just made it out of magma and then we see him now and he's lava bending which is really weird because i mean 
spoilers, but like but, the next spoilers for science class, but lava's <laughs> made out of molten rock. No, 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 no. I was gonna say in Korra, it's not until mm-hmm. Korra that we see quote unquote the first lava bender. Yeah. So the first. Yeah, and it was like a big deal. Like, what? You can bend lava? And I guess everyone forgot that Roku couldn't mm-hmm. do that the whole time. Yeah. Which is, but it's fair for Roku because he's an avatar. He can do yeah, earth, he should and, know. earth and fire. So we see Roku close in his little bending and then Aang shows back up. From the fattest clouds. <laughs> okay. This is a vape heavy episode, I guess. <laughs> there's lots of there's lots of smoke tricks in this. You got Roku doing a smoke trick. You got Zuko doing a smoke trick. Sokka's doing a smoke trick. The temple is falling apart. It's like sinking into the lava. And Shayu is just gone. Do we see Shayu again ever? <laughs> just, oh, we do. We do? He's. I think he's been like captured. No, because later on the ship we see is it five. Four? There's five fire sages. But that Shayu's was, one of the five fire sages. But they needed five to open up the doors in the first place. Yeah, so he helped open up the doors. No, he didn't. He was literally there. He was like, oh, they must have gotten o- over there. Oh! We, we all have to... He was the one who said that? Yeah. I totally missed that. Yeah, he's he just, the one. Look, he looks like all the other fire sages. It's true. They all got the same outfit, same age. Okay, that makes a lot of sense. And then there's a big hole in the wall, and Appa and Momo swoop in, rescue them. And Momo is wearing that little mm-hmm. firebending hat. <laughs> yeah. I didn't realize that. <laughs> one of the that, fire sage hats that he found. Yeah, I didn't realize that he stole it from someone earlier. I wish I would have seen that. But yeah, he's still wearing it. Good continuity. On Zhao's ship, he's pissed that he didn't get any of his just desserts i guess yeah. no prince no avatar no boss no, no note burglar alarms car gone a little deep cut for anybody <laughs> who's into plays i guess he uh has the sages though and takes them to prison they're all kind of upset that they are getting blamed for shayu's quote-unquote crimes but whatever Shayu doesn't even say anything here like mm-hmm. so that that's why i was i kind of confused i didn't didn't i thought he just kind of disappeared <laughs> whatever he disappeared into the crowd the gang is flying off into the moonrise and we get the really good kalimba music they're just flying towards the moon are they going to the moon they're going to the moon next episode it's on the, the moon. moon. Um, Every anime has got to have a moon episode. I think this is the first time we hear that little Kalimba song, though, in the show. And it's like the most Avatar Kalimba song that exists. Yeah. Maybe they'd already done it, but this one... I, I, maybe it was done once before. Where's my Kalimba? It's on the corner of your desk. I should figure out how to play this before I just start going for it. <laughs> Actually, that's good. That's fine. Yeah. And that's the episode. What do you think of it? It was a really good one. It's, it, was good, it was good to me too. Yeah. It's one of those episodes, I think this one and the last one, but especially this one, just with its really good Buddhist chant scene and <laughs> others. Um, it's one of the episodes that you can't watch and not just get hooked yeah there's just something very powerful about it it has really good um je ne sais quoi when when it's like very overarching plot relevant true episodes yeah. it's always extremely strong like relevant on those to kind of the, things yeah I, I know what you mean but there's a lot of really really good side episodes that's true so that's that's why this, this show is so good even the okay look I will make an exception for the weird Cole episode. That one was mm-hmm. not great. But like a lot of the silly fun side episodes are also what makes this show mm-hmm. such good, like exceptionally apart from other shows. Very good at both. Most shows only good at one or bad at both. Yeah, it's sort of like how Little Witch Academia to me is only good for its side episodes. I don't I'm not crazy about just like the main storyline i just want to see like a little witch race yeah sometimes i just want to see sushi's dreams you know what i want to do uh now what do you want to do talk about some characters okay i for no reason in particular i'm just gonna take my headphones off and i'm gonna go into the other room get like a drink or something I don't, I don't know. so for uh this 
section of the show. Uh, we're going to be like kind of chill and stuff this time. No online quizzes or anything. We're going to be asking the questions ourselves because we're going to be doing a little bit of 20 questions. We're each going to pick a character and we're going to try to guess who that character is with a series of questions. It doesn't have to be 20 questions. Who actually counts those questions? I've never counted in 20 questions. Okay, so the character that I'm going to do is Sozin's Comet. And just don't tell Summer. So I'm going to ask her to come back in. She's going to answer these questions. For which the answer is Sozin's Comet. No, she's going to be asking the questions. I'm going to be answering the questions. Or Susan's comment. Summer, you can come back in. I'm ready. Ask away. Question number one. <clears throat> Are we numbering these questions? No, let me start okay. over. <clears throat> Does this person have a problem with women? Not specifically, no. Does this person think they are more capable than other people? I think they would think that, yeah. That's like every avatar character. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> Is this a spiritual person? They are spiritual, yeah. Does this person have a best friend? I would say yes. Does this person have romantic uh, motivations? No. Would this person be good at chess? If you were strict about the rules of chess, then absolutely not. Would this person vandalize people's homes in Minecraft? Absolutely. Devastatingly. Oh, does this person understand the concept of empathy? No. <laughs> Is it Zhao? No. Oh, oof. That's a strike against me. <laughs> Would this person enjoy a home ec class? No. Would this person put too much soy sauce on their sushi? I think yes. Probably. <laughs> they kind of give off that vibe. Would this person spend any time decorating their home? No. Does this person have paws? Nope. If I murdered this person, would their ghost come back to haunt me? Probably not. Would this person blush if I told a crude joke? I don't think so. Hmm. Would this person survive without oxygen on the moon? I think so, yeah. What? <laughs> would this person get along well with Iroh? Thinking about it, I think they would actually get along pretty well. Does this person make sure that their cloak has as many pockets as possible inside? No. This is tough. I'm going to start asking more obvious questions. Okay. Would this person be considered evil? It's mostly seen as evil. Saying it. They're mostly seen as evil. Is it an it or a they? Kind of an it. What? Is this person in the episode we just watched? Yes. Hmm. Is this person alive? Not really. <laughs> what the fuck? What the fuck? Is this person human? No. Is this person an animal? No. <laughs> no, what have you done? <laughs> Is this person spherical in shape? Yes. Is it the giant shitball? No. Oh, shit, now I have two strikes against me. The shitball would have fit perfectly yeah. <laughs> with everything you said, though. True, it would have. Okay, is this, is this being on anyone's side? Yes, but... Not by choice. Hmm. It's just the circumstances. It happens to be on one side. Is this being man-made? No. Is this being organic? No, I don't think so. What the fuck? <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm so confused. Does this being have anything to do with vaping? Not exactly, no. I mean, you can connect anything, anything to vaping, but this, this one, it's very loosely connected. If this were in our home, would it take a lot of space? Yeah. Would it fit in our home? I don't think so. Would it fit? Never mind. Is this something that we could visit on Earth? It's not something that we could visit. Is it something that I would pray to? I mean, you could. It wouldn't be the weirdest thing to pray to. Is this more of a thing than a person? It's more of a thing. Oh my god. I like to think of them as a character. Is this in more than one episode? Yes. Is it in every episode? Not in every episode, but a lot of episodes it comes up. Is this thing on the gang side? No, not really. Is it just in a couple episodes? They make an appearance in several episodes. If 
I touched it. Would I catch on fire? Yeah. Is it the comet? Yeah, it's Sozin's <laughs> comet. Okay, nice. Yeah, I think their best friend is Sozin, I guess. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> if they if they had a best friend, they could it could be Sozin. Okay, I had one, and now I have to pick a different one because like, I thought of something better. Okay. Uh, your turn to disappear for a minute for no reason in particular. Okay, bye. Okay, I was gonna do I was gonna do Zhao, but after that, after the experience we just had, I have to switch it up. So I'm gonna actually do Sokka's boomerang, which maybe maybe that's not fair since it's not technical. Well, I guess it's in the episode, but we don't really see much of an appearance in this episode. So we make it a little little challenging. Ready? Okay, I'm ready. All right, hit me. Is this person a uh, mischievous person? Yes. Would they be into having a slice of pie with some ice cream and coffee? No. Would they be <laughs> Would they be interested if I invited them over for some pie and coffee? Do you think they would come? I I think they might come, but I don't know if they'd stay very long. <laughs> okay. Um is it a, like a polite person then? If they would come anyways? I don't think so, no. Okay, so they're not a polite person. Is it a person? No. They're not a person. Okay. We've already bent the rules so much. Okay. There's only so many characters That's for episode. True. This is you actually can... look, you're you're experiencing this live, folks. We have changed the rules of the show. Mm -hmm. Now it's just gonna be avatar stuff. But are they really characters? Let's find out. Does this character have hands? No. Okay. Is this character an extrovert? No. Are they an introvert? I think so, yeah. Okay. Seem pretty introverted. I would say that, yeah. Is this character uh, animate? Do they move around and stuff? They do move around, yes. Okay. Uh, not on their own. Not so on their sorry, own. Sorry, that's a little... Yes or no questions. Like, I was... Okay. Um, is this character made of metal? Yes. Is it a robot? No. Okay. Is this character hot? No. Wait, what do you mean by that? <laughs> um, any interpretation. I would say it's sexy. Sure. A sec. It is sexy-ish. Can this character swim? No, definitely not, no. They can't swim, definitely not. Could it swim if you put little arm floaties on it? <laughs> I mean, it would float, I guess. They're in this episode, right? Technically, yes. Does... It only appear in a vision? No. Would you say this character sides with the gang? Yes. Can this character fly? Yeah. Is this character an airplane? Mm, what? Can you bend this character? With great strength. Okay. Wait, do you mean like, bend like... No, no, I just mean like like Bender from Futurama. Just just use your hands. The robot named Bender in Futurama just bends things? That's his. That's why his name is Bender. He's just really oh good God. at bending things. I thought he was just drunk all the time. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so this character can be bent with strength. With great strength. With great strength. Could Toph bend it? I'm surprised that she doesn't, okay. to be honest, now that I think about it. Um, is this character a weapon? Yes. Is it Sokka's boomerang? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How great would it have been for like, just like a little moment where Sokka, or where Toph just bends Sokka's yeah. boomerang? Like, fuck you. Just into a, just into a straight stick. Cool. That was fun. Yeah. <laughs> that was really fun. User Tenenda asks, maybe Zhao uses Katara's special seaweed lotion as a moisturizer to keep looking young? Say the whole question over again. Who, what? If Zhao wants to look young, that weird little sideburn thing that he's doing does not make him look young. He looks like he's from the 1800s with that sort of sideburn look he's got. He's definitely got Civil War general sort of. <laughs> Anyways, we're talking about Katara's seaweed lotion. Zhao is not the type of person who would moisturize. Oh, yeah. Zhao is also Lucius Malfoy. Oh. 
User Reka No Rio asks, Friend of the show, Reka No Rio. What do you think is Zuko's biggest problem? His biggest problem slash S. For starters, I think that he would have like some serious problems with like moisturizing and everything because he's got that big scar on his face. We already talked about moisturizing. Yeah. And I'm going to be stuck on this subject for the next several weeks. Um, he's got a big scar on his face. It probably gets really nasty. He's got to moisturize that up, maintain that. That's true. You want to stay out of the sun for that too, which can't be easy as a firebender. That's true. He should have a little umbrella hat. He's also very pasty looking. So success. You really, he's really good at staying out of the sun. He's got a mean dad, which a lot of people can relate to. Good dads are like and hard to come by. So he's trying to kidnap a child, something that most people don't live with. It's a very unique to him problem. User Star Outlaw asks, Are you okay? Yeah, I'm good. Are you okay? I'm great. Okay. One more question for you. What are your cabbages? Sweet potato pie, duck, caviar, poutine. Is that how you pronounce it? Poutine. I've never heard it. Um, bubble tea, absinthe, gumbo, and the McRib. <laughs> it's what we had for dinner. <laughs> okay. Huckleberry pie, apple pie, apples. Salmon sashimi. And one of those sushi boats that's like, it comes out in a, a little like wooden ship. And all of the food that they make in the Ghibli movies. All of the food? All of it. Anything else you want to say? Fact correction. Okay. Last episode, I said in the movie Paprika, the big girl, she gets, she's very, she gets very large in the city, Godzilla size. And she's all naked. I said you can't see her titties. You can see her nipples. You just can't see her genitals. Is that all? Um, that's all I have. I would like to also mention, just as of this episode, um, they have officially visited all four nations now. Oh, they have? Yeah. That was quick. They're done. <laughs> that's the show. <laughs> So, uh, I guess you can find me on Twitter at Stellar Ghost, Tumblr at Interstellar Princess. My art blog is summerart.tumblr.com or just summerartgeist.art. Again, it's still October. We're doing that Inktober stuff. <laughs> kind of. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, I've been cheating a little bit. It's been a really busy month, and I also have a job that keeps me away from home a lot. So, And also, I just got into Minecraft again. Look, I, I'm doing... <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm going to keep it real with you. I haven't worked all month. Um, you can also support my various creative endeavors, including that artwork on Patreon, patreon.com slash summergeist. That I have also been sort of uploading kind of like um, cosplay process stuff and just other artistic stuff that I've been uh, doing. You can find that all there. There's some fun exclusive things that you can get from there also. Um, what about you, Noah? Uh, you can find me on Tumblr at OwlDude. You can find me on Twitter at OwlDude. And I do the music for the show and stuff. And you can find more of my stuff at uh, noahdoesmusic.tumblr.com. And Bandcamp, you can find me at uh, just noahgeist.bandcamp.com. I've also been doing some Octoonber stuff for every one of uh, Summer Sketches I already mentioned in the last episode. And most importantly, um, join my clan on Destiny 2. It's called Floppy Disco. Is this true? Yeah. Okay. Um, there's a little flag that I made for the clan, but you can't fly it around on your character unless you have more than one person <laughs> in the clan. <laughs> so and I just want to have this little plan because i just want to have good fashion in destiny too um and then of course noisespace.xyz that's where we're hosted thanks matt and the whole noisespace crew you can find there a lot of other good podcasts please listen to them they're all very good um what else oh um i do want to also we haven't mentioned this 
Of course, we are on Apple Podcasts, and apparently it's good for the algorithm. If you go mm-hmm. in there and you do, uh, sub- like, of course, you subscribe, but like rate us, I guess. Like give us five stars. Do it for the algorithm. Um, cool. Yeah, that's about all we have for the episode. Um, I guess we have to talk about cabbage now because apparently we've gotten into that habit. Okay, we can do that thing where it's um, um like the end of like a talk show and like they like kind of <laughs> zoom it, out. Like, starts like zooming out. Everyone and, looks like they're having a good time, and, but like, they're actually just like you see, fighting. Like, you see, you see, like the <laughs> you see, like the stage crew people, like kind of like walking around, and like the people on like the set, they're like still talking at the table, having like a conversation. Like, so did you really mean that when so you said wow. that about me? Are yeah. we actually best friends? Or? I think I'm still best friend. Did you see that stage? Both at the same time. Wait, what are we saying at the same time? Praise be the algorithm of God of algorithm.